0: Hello, our favorite fried potatoes. I'm Serena. And I'm Melissa. And together, we're curry chips and poutine. We're two friends separated by the Atlantic Ocean answering the questions no one asks.
1: Enjoy!
0: Welcome to Season 3 of Curry, Chips and Poutine. A big thank you to all those who have bought us a coffee to help towards our 30 cup goal. If you'd like to donate and have your own themed episode, all the sweet deets are in the link below.
1: In Season 3, we're going to try something different.
0: Melissa and I will still have our Would You Rather segment, but we will also have a What Would You Do scenario to finish off the episode.
1: The scenario will tie into the theme of the episode, but our success will live and die by the infamous coin toss. With a so far great let's get started by talking about robots Ah,
0: uh, why did i agree to this again melissa
1: because robots are cool and you'd be a fool for not thinking so uh from
0: a distance <laughs> and like in films yes in real life no <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is really funny to me especially because you love science fiction way more than i do and yet robots are not your bag yeah i know it's very complicated
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I don't know, like a morbid fascination. Like, I know they're going to take over the world. Like, this is a fact that I absolutely accept 100%. But at the same time, I want to know enough to not incur their rage and anger so I can, you know, maybe survive. So it's all about self-preservation, really.
1: (laughs) I mean, you have a point, you have a point, but I don't know, I I still think it's very funny because for me, even for something as sci-fi-y as robots, I still like to think of them as more fantastical anyways. So that's once again, how I see things versus how you see things. Although I don't (laughs) doubt robots are absolutely going to take over and I for one fully welcome a robot overlord.
0: Ah, traitor, traitor to the human race. (laughs) Because I think it's just so funny that, you know, in media, uh, in films, you know, science fiction, they always talk about robots, especially sentient robots being so far (laughs) away. However, you know, every day in our tech industry, we're working on AI, we're working (laughs) on robots being able to do things. Like, have you seen the back-flipping robot?
1: I have. Isn't it the most disturbing (laughs) thing
0: in the world? Like, no. I've seen scarier. (laughs) Oh, it makes me so uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess... I've chosen robots in the same vein that you chose farm animals in the last season.
1: true, actually, yeah. It's a healthy fear bordering on... I guess it's respect bordering on fear then, right? Yeah, like, I'm always someone who will say,
0: you know, never let fear hold you back or paralyze you, but at the same time, (laughs) (laughs) have a healthy respect and socially distance from your fears at the same time.
1: (laughs) Oh, exactly. It's like how we like sharks. Like, sharks are very cool. They're not the malign predators everyone makes them out to be, but I'm still not going to hop into a pool with one when it's hungry, right? I mean, I might. If it's hungry without a cage? Well, how would you know it's hungry? A shark's just gonna look like a shark, isn't it? It usually does have its <laughs> mouth open, so I'll be like, it's smiling. <laughs> That's projecting is what that is. That's dangerous. But (laughs) we digress. On to the topic of robots. So appropriately, I have the first question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... (laughs) Oh, Serena, my love. Speaking of his backflipping robot. Oh, no. (laughs) So would you rather have robots that look very obviously non-human, but have really human voices? Or would you have a completely realistic looking robot, but if it opens its mouth, it's just beeping, it's binary, it's a very mechanical hell. Hello, friend, arena Type voice. Oh no! <laughs> I'm like picturing it. Uh,
0: I could feel the horror. I think that's way scarier having something that looks human be obviously not human or do something not human. And I think that's probably where the fear comes from because that is a fear like of things that look human but aren't quite human. Yeah. It's like Five Nights at Freddy's, for example, like that—the moving animatronics that are robot animals that are trying to be human, but you just know there's danger.
1: Lurking behind the smile (laughs) (laughs) And the teeth, don't forget Uh, Yep (laughs) That's the uncanny valley effect though It's human but it's off, right? Yes
0: I'm going to take the robot because obviously you see things with your eyes first, so I would be able to clock, there is a robot, and I would, you know, when it starts talking to me, like, you know, with Natalie Dormer's voice or something, I'm like, (laughs) it's all a lie, it's all a lie, I can see through you, not
1: really, because you're here. (laughs) (laughs) It's like your fridge talk, you be like, ooh, hey baby, how you doing? It's like, okay, that's... (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) I think that's very funny because I think that's the problem we have nowadays. Is because if you're giving human voices to appliances, you start to think they actually are human. People will straight up have conversations with like Alexa or Siri. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's a little concerning because she's definitely not real.
0: No. And there's Sophia in Saudi Arabia, which is like...
1: Sophia?
0: She's a robot, but it's like she could talk and have a conversation and she moves and whatever. And she has full human rights, you know, other than women who live in Saudi Arabia. So, you know, it's very contentious.
1: But just seeing her, I'm like, no, everything about you is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it is incredibly jarring. I will say like, because that's kind of why I like the robot aesthetic is I like knowing that it's not human. Mm-hmm. sure it's got a humanoid figure but you can see like visible pistons you can see like joints and servos and plating and things so you know it's not actually a person
0: yeah that definitely reassures me because it's <laughs> easier to clock because if you have something that looks human you know, you might mistake it and then oh, suddenly it's beeping <laughs> at you you know aggressively and you're like ah!
1: good morning
0: yes <laughs> No, it's not a good one. Please leave. (laughs) And if anyone has seen the TV series Humans, that's literally all it's about. It's about robots that look human and are supposed to be, you know, the servants that are supposed to make humans' lives so much easier. But actually, they have their own agenda because, you know, a few of them are (laughs) sentient and that's just really uncomfortable because it then plays on, if it's sentient and can think for itself, it should have rights. You know, you can't then Mm. expect it to follow commands and things. So it's really interesting. So I think it's that part of the robot conversation that I'm really interested in like it's the ethics about it mm-hmm. but looking at them visually that just is very
1: uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely agree and also they have a I don't know if this is news to you that will freak you out or if it's something you already know but there's a robot and it's learned self-awareness they are programmed to follow orders without question right yeah I mean that's what it's supposed to be so there's a robot it knows how to refuse like for example um the video that I watched was because it's still like a little robot it's not like a full human sized person (laughs) that you're ordering around because that's weird um but it was like a smaller robot and you know the person in charts are ordering them like roll off the edge of the table and the robot has enough awareness to no I don't want to
0: oh okay see because obviously you're asking it to harm itself like it's good that it has the ability to say no but the fact is humans have this very charming way of making things in their own light and if you've seen like alien and you know prometheus and everything (laughs) those AIs um, have their own agendas and I think that's quite scary and very uncomfortable but I don't mind if it knows how to keep itself alive but then it's like the question is to what extent will it keep itself alive like will it put you in danger to keep itself
1: alive yeah it's very much like the source of ethical conundrums and also there's so many sci-fi stories written on this very concept and explored in so many different ways so I think it's just very cool scary granted but very cool
0: well it ties in with the K capsule. just because you can doesn't mean you should okay people out there (laughs) please don't make robots because they would be making themselves and using us as fuel for their robot army but anyway (laughs) question number two would you rather Have a robotic body, but you are limited in your awareness and how you use the body, or be a fully sentient toaster. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: What on earth? A uh, fully sentient toaster. Okay, maybe I might be sentient, but am I able to move? Like you can shake angrily. Oh, <laughs> that sucks. Just burn your bagels. That'll learn you. <laughs> <laughs> no bagels for you, human. <laughs> yeah, you, you want your bagels? Too bad eat it cold like the animal you are. I'd probably go with that first one, but the, that's interesting because you say limited in your... Yeah, limited
0: in your awareness and how you can use the robotic body.
1: Hmm. So, like, say I'm in a robo suit and I'm like, I'm not sure I know how to move my arms or I don't know how far my arms can move. It's like your
0: brain is in a robot and you only know, like, how to move forward, move back, left, right kind of thing. You have no capacity to, like, learn and move. You know, you wouldn't learn how to backflip. That's not in your repertoire.
1: (laughs) Darn. (laughs) Or I could be a toaster if I'm fully sentient, but that's it. I can't talk. I can't move. I can just wiggle around, be angry, and, like, revenge burn your food? Like, that's it?
0: Yeah, but if you're fully sentient, there's no limits on your speaking capabilities, so you could always persuade your (laughs) human servants, like, hey, how about you unplug me and take me somewhere else? And they, you know, plug you into the central server of the United States or something, and you've got nuclear codes to the whole world, and you do a Terminator
1: 3 on us or something. You know, I think we should write movies. That'd be hilarious. I would pay to watch a movie about this. (laughs) I
0: can see you as a very angry but sentient toaster. (laughs) I honestly
1: like it sounds ridiculous. I laugh, but now I think about it, I'm like, oh man, that's a pretty actually on brand for me, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, it's a toaster, though. It's not a sick robot body, but a toaster. Like, I don't even have a toaster. I have a toaster oven. Does that count?
0: No, it's a toaster. Like, you put two bits of bread, substance in, you push it down, and, you know, in a minute or so, it'll pop back up.
1: A minute or so.
0: I don't know how toasty you like. A lightly done toast. Yeah.
1: Oh, but the robot body. I'm just, I'm just a body in it. Oh, I don't think I like this question. Curse is foiled again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whose household am I in right now? Who owns me? <laughs> You're randomly purchased. Oh, no. So you could end up
0: anywhere and talking to whomever. Now I'm just spinning through like the saddest thing. I was the last toaster on
1: the shelf and nobody wanted me. Oh, no. <laughs> With good reason. They saw the anger through the box. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fine. I'll go with that. I will be a sentient toaster so I can cause problems on purpose. I will do this. Okay. God forbid you're ever hankering for some warmed up bread in your home, Serena. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use the oven if I have to. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I will join you in being the fully sentient toaster. I quite like that idea of like, yes, I have a purpose, but then also it's up to me in terms of like my persuasiveness on how far I can go
1: (laughs) as a toaster. (laughs) We'll clock how far Serena can make it as a toaster. (laughs) Oh, I love it. This is really funny. Okay. Good. Oh, man. (laughs) You know, you gotta balance the fear with the fun. (laughs) It's true. It's the last thing people would expect, right? People are just like, oh, my laptop might come to life and destroy me. But my toaster? I trusted you. Yeah, I would feel very betrayed if my
0: toaster then started trying to kill me. You know, wrapping its cord around me like, oh, no.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry, I should have cleaned you more often. Your house just smells like burning toast, that's it. That's the last thing you see (laughs) or smell. All right, we'll move on from the ridiculous to the even more ridiculous. Excellent. So speaking of robot bodies, would you rather pilot a decently big robot suit by yourself mm-hmm. or would you rather pilot a gigantic robot suit with a friend?
0: Oh, is this what, like Gundam Wing versus Pacific Rim?
1: A little bit, Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Smaller than a Gundam, I'd say, but yeah.
0: Okay. So if it's the gigantic suit that I have to join up with a friend, do we do the whole like sharing Drift memories? Yeah. Yes. Oh, interesting. That's cool. But then
1: the mech that's a bit smaller, like, can
0: I store that in my house?
1: Yeah, probably. I'll say it's as tall as like an average, what, two story house? So it's not as big as, like, it's not Jaeger big, guys. Yeah. But it's smaller because it's only one person. Uh, I'm going to
0: need a big cover to um, hide that
1: (laughs) from the neighbors. (laughs) Just
0: throw a blanket over it. You're fine. Yeah. I quite like the idea of having my own robot suit. Just hanging out. Like, I'm just popping to the (laughs) shop. Don't mind me. Just going to blast off to Tesco's.
1: (laughs) I just walked.
0: Never. Or I could take the roller coaster. So many ways to get to the shops. It's amazing. <laughs> None of which are driving. <laughs>
1: yes, absolutely. Because, like, if you have the
0: gigantic robot, obviously, one, storage will be an issue. And then, two, <laughs> what happens if, like, the person I'm compatible with is you and you're in Canada and the robot's <laughs> somewhere in between, like in Greenland and I'm in, here in the UK? Okay,
1: let's just say, for convenience's sake, because that's <laughs> ridiculous. Come on. Let's say we live in the same hemisphere atmosphere in the same city like we're neighbors or something okay and it's nearby it's not like that issue of distance should not be a problem in this scenario It's hypothetical Yeah, (laughs) scheduling is fine everything's magic
0: here (laughs) (laughs) but if we have this gigantic robot are we now in the military what is the purpose of us having this robot is this literally for us to have funsies in and everyone's like oh (laughs) it's
1: I mean, in a perfect world, yes But also, if Godzilla feels like getting handy, They would call us in so we would have to punch him I wouldn't punch Godzilla They'd have to I call know. somebody else
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> But, you know, it's one of those things where we have it In the hopes that we don't have to use it But in the meantime, we get to have fun
0: Right, okay, fine <laughs> I think I still will take my smaller robot Yeah well, Not robot, but, you know, mech suit so <laughs> <laughs> For my own joy Because then I could just
1: fly over to yours And be like, oh, hey <laughs> Oh, that's true Oh, that'd be so fun. Then you pull out a sword out of nowhere and then, like, level a forest or something. Well,
0: um, I want to try and reduce my impact on the world, at least environmentally.
1: She says that she pilots a giant, like, (laughs) 30-ton robot over the sea. I'll have solar panels on it. It'll be fine. (laughs) That'd be cool. That'd be really cool, actually. But you don't get sun in London. Who are you? (laughs) We've had sun. It's just not been very warm. (laughs) Oh, man. Because, I mean, if it's not obvious by now, Pacific Rim is definitely one of my favorite movies in the entire world. And all the robot designs were just... Mwah, love them. Very but, good. Oh, man. I don't know. if I mean, that's true, too. Because I'm like, maybe Jaeger's too big. But at the same time, wouldn't it be so cool just to be in one of those? Even for, like, a moment? Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
0: Like, it would just be absolutely incredible and then even to do the the mind sharing to like actually pilot like that would be you wouldn't be able to experience that anywhere and you know as far as we're concerned it's magic
1: it's all magic Well, in this case, I guess it would be science, but magic is involved too. Absolutely.
0: Magical science.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just the term drift compatible just makes me so happy in so many ways. Like you are just so in tune with this other person that they're literally in your head and you guys are still friends. You guys still get along. Like it's awesome. It's just so cool.
0: Yeah. It'd be like an epitome of a friendship being able to pilot this ginormous robot together. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like you're right. I probably wouldn't punch Godzilla, but if he's coming for like, you know, my house or if he's coming for like your favorite, I don't know, pizzeria or something like, oh man, gloves are coming off. (laughs) (laughs) then we need to have some strong words
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's funny because there's like so much that we can discuss about robots and I think they are like Mm -hmm. so iconic just in our media and if anyone wants a book to read or anything my favourite book is the second of the Becky Chambers series and it is all about AI and how an AI gets put into a bodysuit and how they learn how to navigate the world through a robotic body when AIs are illegal in the universe so like that's my absolute favourite book which is strange because like you said but i don't like robots but i (laughs) like but i find it so interesting like the the rules the emotions just trying to navigate a whole different world and i think it's that aspect of robotics that i really appreciate um and that really fascinates me i'm gonna go on to my next question but if you answer this too quickly i'm gonna use another question
1: (laughs) oh wow okay breaking the rules already it's season three everything's (laughs) new (laughs) it's true it is So the
0: last question of our would-you-rathers is, would you rather join up with the robot overlords under the promise of peace or join the resistance to stop them?
1: (laughs) Oh, I feel like I'm just going to paint myself in a terrible light no matter which answer I go with. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there is only one correct answer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but... Are the robot overlords owned by any corporations?
0: No, no, these are sentient robots. They were like, oh, hey, Earth, we are now going to occupy you. And they were like, those who want to join up with us and work for us, sure. And the other people will be like, oh, God, no, it's Skynet. It's Terminator all over again.
1: (laughs) I mean, okay, no, no, I, I mean... Really and truly, I guess it would all boil down to the situation. But I would probably join the resistance. But don't lie; you would not join the resistance. <laughs> it you depends. Can't Are like these robots? Be... Are these robots attractive? Is that my? Is that is that a thing in there? Can I can I talk about that, or is it just a giant box? Uh, you know, they all have shapes of robots
0: uh, made of metal and whatnot. <laughs> I will leave their
1: physical features for you to imagine. <laughs>
0: They have some, you know, <laughs> harsh curves, harsh edges even. Um.
1: <laughs> For is though, like as much as we joke about this, and Serena and I have riffed on this a lot, but I probably would, um, <laughs> I would probably just help the resistance because it's a fantasy versus reality thing, right? In a book, sure, I'd love to read about myself joining up with the robot overlords because, you know, nerds the you guys. But in reality, I do very much care about people. <laughs>
0: I don't believe you. See, if I was fighting with you in the resistance, I'd always be looking at you, Melissa. You'd be like the person who got, you know, bitten by a zombie. You wouldn't tell anybody. You'd be like that kind of person.
1: (gasps) How dare you? How dare you? No. (laughs) Oh my God. That's where I take offense. Look, if I was bitten by a zombie, I would like throw myself off a bridge and save yourself the trouble. Okay.
0: But how would I not know that you're not spying on us for the robot, giving away (laughs) key resistant um, plans and hideouts? How would I know, Melissa?
1: Has everybody been nice to me? (laughs) Oh, this conditional. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I knew robots would be an interesting
0: (laughs) topic, but.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, that's ridiculous. That's really funny. No, just because, like I said, like to get on my soapbox, but like corporations are bad and they own a lot of the robots right now. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm kind of like, yes, in real life, absolutely. I will take down the company that must not be named on air. Um, <laughs> but, but in fiction, sure, sure. Let's, let's join the robot army for giggles. Why not? I, I say for it. giggles, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. I knew that answer. I knew it.
1: <laughs> In your heart of hearts, you knew, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the one thing that we don't see eye to eye on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the one thing we don't see eye eye on. Yes, of course. (laughs) Draw the line at this, but robot rebellions. Oh, no, man. Can't do it. It's too much. It's too much. (laughs) All
0: right. Do you, my dearest Melissa, want to take us into the news segment?
1: I sure do. All right. So here is a scenario I'm going to present to you. You are a robot in disguise. You have come from space and you've landed on Earth where you need to blend in. So, what would you do? hmm
0: this seems awfully familiar
1: not from sure, personal memories
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure i've seen this somewhere um <laughs> no 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 <laughs> okay so i'm obviously coming to earth to blend in what is my purpose
1: well to spy for your robot overlords okay clearly.
0: yeah so it's just the reconnaissance i just look this is a new segment for everybody <laughs> important to ask questions yes okay so i'm here at reconnaissance and to be able to blend in can i change
1: my appearance or body structure uh yeah absolutely you can it's you're a robot in disguise you need to make the disguise portion of this so you can take robot on an appearance, an appearance of something if... <laughs> shh, shh,
0: shh, shh. Hey,
1: shh. <laughs> Basically, yeah, because the premise for that one is that they scan, like, cars and things like that, and then that's what they can turn into. Okay. But it doesn't have to be a car, necessarily. I mean, you yeah. could be, like, you know, the sweet car of your dreams, but you could be anything mechanical, really. It has to be mechanical. Yeah, uh, metal and wires and gears and things. Could I not... Mm. Electronics
0: count. Okay. Cause so, because obviously, this is based on, on Terminator, and they are human as they arrive, uh, unclothed. Um. <laughs> <laughs> But could I like scan another organic thing and then become that, or does it have to be mechanical in nature?
1: Has to be mechanical in nature. So we're playing—we are playing by Transformers rules here. Right. Okay.
0: How annoying! Wow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I made the scenario. I get to make the rules.
0: (laughs) right I have to be anything and I is there like a particular person that I have to spy on or is it just gathering information on humans generally you're just gathering info in general Mm. I mean phones would always be a good bet because you know you're always with someone and we already know that our phones listen to us like it's not a surprise that the thing that you had spoken to about a friend is now an ad on your phone (laughs) Uh, yeah that would be useful but what's more useful than being a toaster (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know like i want to be something so inconspicuous because in my head so melissa had shared the scenario with me please hold your <laughs> gasps um because this is a new thing we're trying and in my yeah. head if there are rules allowed to be other organic beings i was going to say i was going to be a chicken because <gasps> uh, no one really is like oh my god there's a chicken here but you wouldn't really you know be afraid that the chicken is there <laughs> I think that would be quite useful. But I have to be something mechanical. I think like probably like a 5G mast. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to do anything. I just stand there and I would get everybody's information. I think that would be the best use of my time.
1: (laughs) That's so funny. Actually, um, one of my favorite characters, um, his job is Intel. His name is Soundwave. And in the newer Michael Bay iterations, which, you know, we don't talk about, but at least he looks very cool in it. He was a satellite dish for, and he did that exact same thing. He picked up information and then beamed it back.
0: Yeah, but I, I want to go as a mast because, you know, once I've got everything from that area, I can then transport myself in another matter, maybe as a smart <laughs> car to another mast, and then just set up <laughs> reconnaissance there. But ideally,
1: I will be a 5G mast. Please oh, don't burn that's... me down.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's so fun. I'm just trying to imagine like a 5G mast just suddenly like making that transforming and clickety noise and then like turning into a humanoid robot. But you've got all these wires and things poking out, but the mask is gone. Don't mind me. <laughs> Ignore me. That's what I'm going to
0: go with. So how are we going to decide whether this works or not? Me being a
1: 5G mast. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is a possibility I had not considered. So I'm still laughing at it. But... <laughs> I don't know. Let's leave it up to the coin to decide. You know, I'm scared of coins after our
0: podcast. You know, we've got one like you can coin flip and make a bad thing happen. So I guess (laughs) this is the same kind of idea.
1: (laughs) It is. So please, can you tell me my fate? All right, call it. Heads or tails? Uh, Tails. Okie dokie. Coin of wonder. Here we go. Oops! 5G mass, 5G mass. Uh, oh, it's heads! Sorry. So what happens? So what happens is it's very conspicuous that one day there's a 5G mass and the next day there isn't. So <laughs> the jig is up. You, you try to run away, but, uh, you know, you, you run away in your robot form, which I don't know what it looks like, but uh, probably would be very, very cool. You run away, but you cause an even bigger stir from being a disappearing 5G mass to a, oh. to a robot rampaging through. <laughs> the neighborhood trying to get away and then you are captured damn i should have went with toaster <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say i think toaster in this case actually probably would have worked better yeah
0: damn it <laughs> all right fine fine we can't all win everything whatever
1: <laughs> better luck next time but this proves that
0: i would never ever side with robots so you know what i don't mind <laughs>
1: You're not thinking like a robot, you're thinking like a human who's scared of robots. (laughs) It was doomed
0: to fail from the start. But one thing that we haven't changed from our previous seasons is our self-care sign-off!
1: Yay! And on to the self-care sign-off for today. One of the things we have in common with our robotic companions is that we too are capable of incredible feats. We can be strong, intelligent, and shiny. But also we can make people's lives
0: easier. If it's safe to do so, lend someone a helping hand. Maybe volunteer with
1: or donate to relief services. Or even just boost awareness by sharing informative posts with links in them. There's a lot of difficult stuff going on right now, but as the great Mr. Rogers' mother told him, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. And you could be helping someone a lot
0: more than you think.
1: My dear chips, if you'd like to support us even more than you have already just listening this far, there's a nice crisp compact link in our episode description waiting for you to click on it. There's merch, updates, and more. And as always, our email is currychipsandpoutine at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We love you and appreciate you very much. Stay delicious. See you you next time. time. Bye.